What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Marvel Unagi with Ross. How you doing, what? Ross? <laughs> What's up? I am doing great. Dude. This has been a fun month of stuff. Been a lot of stuff going on. But how are you? It's been a month. Just a quick check-in, man. I'm We're good. recording I... this in a totally different way. We're making it work, and I appreciate the commitment to the show. Yeah, no, I mean, we were getting it out at the beginning of the month for the most part. I, uh, I've been good. It's been a busy month. The kids, you know, don't have school anymore and uh, makes it a little bit harder to uh, head down to the comic shop. But I've been doing it and uh, I've been trying to get into rereading some of the old stories that I've also done. But, uh, you know, that's why I've been posting on my uh, IG a lot of the older books because I forget how good they are sometimes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I was thinking, uh, too, what would be cool for this show is like uh, you should like assign me uh, like, a, I don't know, an event or something that's not forever or just something that would be fun. And then I could read it and we could hop in and chat about it like not long form, but just a quick chat. Fun way for me to have to read some stuff. Uh, I was thinking that could be a cool little segment of the show, like Kyle reads. <laughs> <laughs> I think, listen, honestly, with. Uh, the MCU and a lot of these events that they're creating, not everybody's familiar with them. I mean, yeah. someone, like imagine if, do you, do you know what the Kree, I know we're going off topic, but the Kree Scroll War, I mean, that was an Avengers like 10 issue run in like uh, 70s, 80s. And uh, it was really, really cool. And it's like got some really iconic uh, scenes and, and, you know, inks and, and artwork and everything. And so, I mean, Again, that's just one of those things. Like, what if they do a Kree Scroll War coming up? Like after, yeah. like who knows? Uh, it's one of those I kind of wish. And uh, on, an, actually, I'd love to. We're going to chat about Secret Invasion here in a little bit. But one of the things I also didn't have any kind of point of reference for that. But what's cool about uh, Marvel Unlimited is they have these Infinity Comics, which are vertical scrollers. So you could just sit on your phone and like keep scrolling, and you <laughs> don't have to go. And they they'll like. Um, they redo a lot of the, so the secret evasions on there. And uh, I don't think it's like necessarily balloon for balloon, but I've been going through that for secret invasion to just kind of like catch up with the story and, and see what's going on and uh, been enjoying it. I like those. They're fun. Yeah, no, I mean, I've honestly contemplated getting Marvel unlimited. Um, I have so many comic books and I love the physical book, but just so I can reread some of the older things, especially because I lose track of where I keep my omnibuses and things because I have a storage unit where I keep a lot of stuff. And um, yeah, I just I want to I want to go back and reread some of the stories that I remember reading as a kid yeah, um, or a young adult that I thought were really good and just reiterate that they were as good as I remember. Yeah. So what have you been thinking about Secret Invasion? Oh, man. Yeah. This show has been crazy. I mean, you know me. I love spy thrillers. I mm -hmm. love James Bond. I like all of those, you know, uh, agent where a secret agent has to try to get out of something and, and the whole world's against him and, and he knows it's right. And that's kind of what I feel like is going on with Nick Fury. I feel like he knows what he has to do and he might not have everybody on his back, but he knows he's got to do it. And these first two issues, while some people are saying it's been slow, it's just a build and it's intense. Yeah. And for me, the intensity matters just as much as an action scene. I totally agree, dude. I've been really enjoying it. Uh, I thought all the character work's been great. And uh, the scrolls are wild to me, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, especially like at the the end of episode one, where the, the main dude who's trying to lead the rebellion, uh, 
he's pretending to be, you know, Nick Fury and shoots his, you know, that other lady. I'm just like, dude, how are you ever going to, how are you ever going to win this dude? It seems impossible. Yeah. When, when, um, when that happened and Maria Hill is, is out and listen, honestly, she's been in a lot of things. Um, Colby Smulders has been, you know, in a lot of these, I wouldn't be surprised if they killed off Nick Fury at the end of this. I I said at this point, you know, you talk about that uh, Agent Ross gets uh, killed at the beginning of the episode, but it turns out he's a scroll. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's still in Wakanda. Like, mm-hmm. he could be the only white guy in Wakanda right now, <laughs> still there hiding, and nobody knows where he is. And he's just been there with Shuri and the rest of them, kind yeah. of in hiding. And uh, maybe he's going to come out, and it's going to be, this is where I've been this whole time. Um I, love I just, that guy. I, me too. He's such a good, a good actor, so a good, good guy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. When they, when they, when you could see that it was personal at the end of that first episode, when he, when um, Garrick, Garg, Garrick, that's some, very something, close, something, something like that, like Garbic. When he, when he, like, <laughs> when he looks at Nick Fury, and you could see he's like, yeah. This is me. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, do they know each other? Does this that? Which is why when episode two, they show that he he had said many years ago, you're going to have to go and be real people and not scrolls ever again. And I will try to help your people. And this guy basically took it as a kid who was given a promise. And now he's just like, no, we're, yeah. we're going to take your world. You, you made a promise. This is where we're staying. Yeah. And the the meeting at, at like in the middle of episode two, that was wild too, man, oh, with yeah. all the scrolls sitting around and with I the coup. Yeah. Man, dude. Just wild. So the Prime Minister of UK is a scroll right now. And and the head of um uh who, the UN. Who, uh, yeah, that guy was like he he's like, he's like I can just, you know, get get you to be bombed and all yeah. this other stuff. I was like, Yeah, wild to think that that's the case. But imagine if you could shape shift and you could voice change then, I guess. So you could say things, do things to get yourself moved up the ladder. Um, was there a part of you? Uh, so in episode one where it's kind of showing what Garbit or whatever his name is, is yeah. doing with his crew where they're like, they've got people hooked up and they're like on those machines within like they're kind of in- incapacitated. Yes, those are supposed to be so that this way they have all the thoughts. Of, don't you remember, do you remember Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel when they were trying to like get in her head when she was upside down in their ship and they were trying to retrieve memories from her. Mm-hmm. Basically, I think those pods are designed to encapsulate a human who they are definitely, in, you know, being like the person that they're going to be most like, but they need their memories because if they have to live their real life, they have to be able to know some of their backstory. So I think that like little pod takes the memories and the body of that mm-hmm. person and puts it fully into the scroll who's impersonating them. Yeah. So did you get any, for some reason, I was getting weird, uh, Captain America, what was the the show, Winter Soldier? No, 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There you go, thank you. Yes, what's funny is, is my buddy uh, James, who runs the comic shop by me, he he loved that. Like, I think that was one of his favorite uh, Marvel shows. And when I talked to him about this the other day, he's like, oh, he's loving this. I'm like, I, I, I kind of figured you would. Because you get the vibes, right? It's it's totally that that government conspiracy, spy yes. thriller, um, you know, the slow build. But it a slow build with intensity can be slow. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want them to just tell me everything right away. I, yeah. I, like now, like they've given away enough in each episode that I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what happens. But I hope it doesn't just all come to fruition 
as like a single episode where they kind of just jam everything in and then it feels like it's just not done well. I would love for it uh, to end. Yeah. To end on a cliffhanger that is to be continued in the Marvels. Yes, I agree, man. Like that's, the only, that's I, I mean, think about it. How many scrolls? They said a million. I know. Sam Jackson was not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, get off my train. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh how do you feel about uh Sam as as Nick Fury right now? I think he's been nailing it. I think that it's a perfect, uh, he's, they've aged him very well. Yeah. Like they've aged him so that he still has, you could see even after he, um, was fighting that, uh, agent who was with Rhodey mm-hmm. and he broke his arm and broke his hand after he left that, he had to go to the bench almost like to recuperate. Like he put his energy into that. Like, don't think I can't do this, but it almost felt like the guy in red zone you know, where he's like this old man fighting about the book Red Zone. Like he's yes. the, old, the old man fighting. I love that book. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, my back, I need a break. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> so like, good, dude. That's, so at the end, at the end of uh, episode one, the bombing, uh, forgive me for not knowing names, but the scroll who's with Nick Fury, kind of the older Talos? guy. Yeah. He shapeshifts into a dude. He throws Nick Fury into a van. Or is that at the beginning of episode two? Either that's way, the beginning is- of episode two. The, technically, I think that's the end of episode one and the beginning of episode two because they yeah. were showing that whole bombing scene. Yeah, and he throws Nick Fury and that that little hipster dude with the beanie into the van, and then we kind of like go forward, and all of a sudden Nick Fury's in the train car with with him. Can you say his name again? Because I keep forgetting. Talos. Talos. The the hipster dude with the beanie wasn't he earlier on? in that little camp and wasn't he the, the dude who had his identity and his thoughts stolen? He is. Uh, are you talking? So they, they were, they went into separate vans, Nick Fury. And oh, that, did they? Yeah. The government, the, like you could see this like mob government thing was taking, t- took the guy with the beanie. Yeah. They must've seen he was part of the bombing and knew he was a scroll or, or they knew uh, he was something threw him in the van and Talos. I thought knew, it was the same that. van. no, because he went in a side part of a van and Nick Fury went in the back part of the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was confused. I thought they were in the yeah. same van, but now no. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And cool. you know, you know who else I love, dude? I love Don Cheadle, man. Oh, I always love Don Cheadle's the best. He is just <laughs> so good. I could watch him in anything. And he's sitting there in that the like meeting with all the like, you know, countries and uh, I think it was Sylvania. He's getting all like pissed at them, dude. He got well, we get no uh, uh Sokovia. Sokovia, thank you. He's just off a carpet bomb of dude. They better not give me another bad look. (laughs) So funny, man. Uh, And I just think, and he mentioned throwing the suit on again, which was kind of interesting too. So we'll see what he's up to. Yeah, that's fun. I I feel like that's the only, I don't know how they could take the, like, unless they are able to find them a home or just take down this faction and, 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 you know, and stop it. Uh, a thing but you want to know what else i i enjoyed and just to, to like so we can wrap this segment up um when they were like they're creating some kind of a super weapon like those two scientists like when that woman At was interrogated or like towards the end of yeah, two, yeah like when she was in that like freezer and mm-hmm. she's like what are they what are these scientists doing they're creating some kind of like extra powerful scroll and i would be intrigued to find out if they're trying to create a super scroll i mean again the super scroll was designed to have all four of the fantastic fours powers 
Um, it would just be interesting if this was a introduction mm. to to a future of like where that could lead to Fantastic Four stuff. But that's you know me speculating. You, that's just you wanting Fantastic Four stuff whenever and, and, and right. however you can and get it. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm stoked. I can't wait to see where it's going, and and we'll we'll catch up next month and see where we're at. Yeah. Will it be over? Uh, maybe there's only I think six episodes, so there'll probably be four uh, more episodes. We might the next time we chat, it'd be three more episodes in, so we might be going into the last episode and speculating how the finale yeah, is yeah, going to yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'm glad you've been liking it. I've been liking it a lot too. So yeah, forget the naysayers, man. Just go into something oh, yeah. wanting to have some fun. Anyway, catch us up on what you've been reading, man. So yeah, I uh, I know that we're like obviously we're talking about um, Secret Invasion, so I wanted to go into because I know you were talking about that you finally got to read Avengers and the second issue came out about a week and a half ago and uh, you know tell me what your thoughts are on it man because I want to hear what you think dude I love it and it it was just like right from the beat on this thing was just fantastic and uh, Captain Marvel was wild especially with the black hole but the end of issue one I was like oh my gosh right I mean, I don't know how much you want to spoil, how much you don't. So I've been loving it. And in issue two, I was, we're, we're fine spoiling one, yeah, right? At this point. I, one, I mean, because we talked about it last month. If you haven't yeah. read one in a month, but the, <laughs> you feel like, I mean, then, then it's on maybe, you at this point. Right. Then maybe two <laughs> will get you to want to read one. <laughs> I yeah. can tell you how one is. So at the end of one, uh, Carol Danvers is like sucked into this, like, a black hole because they were trying to stop the guy who was trying to like yeah. turn the sun into a black hole. Yeah, whatever that whatever that thing was. And she, all of a sudden, she's in this little box, dude. And who's there but freaking Kang? Mm-hmm. And that just blew my mind. And now, I mean, I don't want to ruin <laughs> ruin too much, but I have to talk to you about it. So, spoiler alerts. But she's trying to save his life. Yeah. Well, that's what you know. What's funny is, um, I totally forgot. That when Timeless came out back in the, you know, winter, that they said this was to be continued in the new Avengers run. And I remember walking into my shop and saying, dude, when is that run coming out? And he's like, oh, that's months down the line. And I forgot completely. And then when in issue two, you find out that this Kang was that Kang, that that was why he was, he was, that's how he ended that book. And I'm like, oh, totally. That makes so much sense. And uh, the way that um, that this second issue went, where basically uh, Kang is trying to get the help of the Avengers, but they don't want to believe that he's doing anything but selfish stuff for himself. So it's a cool issue where he's like, I'm going to tell you how to do these things that are going to save lots and lots of things. And in that and that you're going to trust me, right? And he admits it's a bribe and he tells him up front, like, right, why like, he's, yeah. I'm doing this because what I, what I have to accomplish after this is more important than this. And yep. I mean, without spoiling more, I mean, if you read the, read the issue, it's still it's really so great. Good. Even, even with just a little bit of, uh, in you, uh, uh, insight into what happened, it's, it's so good. And, um, the writing is amazing. The artwork is amazing. I love Jed McKay. I still find that Moon Knight, I don't know if you read the most recent Moon Knight issue. It was bonkers bizarre, but it's like that series is going, I love it, but it's going crazy. It's like here and there, here and there. Well, um, even, but his, even, his even Avengers so 2 was cool because it's every page turn, it's like then, now, then, now. Right. I, I, I love, love it. When, I love those flashback things. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it was so, so cool. I, uh, they did that recently in X-Men Red. 
Um, the, the latest issue of X-Men was amazing because of that, because like, I love when they go back and forth throughout time and that you have, kind of have to like, this was, this is what happened and this is the future and this is what happened and this is the future. And now this is now, and now it's catching you up because it builds a better world. It gives you more insight to yeah. a, to a bigger universe. And you're not just thrown into a small, I like a small story, but like the way that these books are. They're so big and you need to build this universe up. And if it's just piecemeal, then mm -hmm. you're going to feel like, wait a second, where did that come from? I don't ever remember hearing about that. And then you have to be like, oh, I got to go back to blah, blah, blah. No, them incorporating it into the book itself makes it much easier for the reader. Yeah. One of the questions I had, and I'm not sure you'll know. So at the beginning, when she's kind of assembling the team, because she uh, Captain Marvel's appointed the head of this now. Mm hmm. And she wants T'Challa, but he's like exiled in some way or something. You know, I'm not sure because I haven't read the new Black Panther run. But what my gauge is that he did something and now he's exiled from Wakanda. Mm -hmm. And so he's basically a vigilante. The newest Black Panther run that just came out is a vigilante Black Panther. It's basically like Batman. I mean, basically, oh, really? it's it's Black Panther. Like, again, I, I'm not a huge Batman person. I like Batman. I've seen all the movies and I've read some of the books. But the, the first issue of, of the new Black Panther that just came out like a month ago, within the past month, let's say, right, was him basically knowing he has to save Wakanda, but he has to do it from the shadows. Oh, that's interesting. And some people really think that he's a, a hero and some people think he's a vigilante. And some Dude, people, that so sounds it's fun. literally like Batman. But the, the issue I had with issue one, just I know we're going off topic, was it was so wordy for the mm. first like it was a long issue. And like the first 10 pages were like was his monologue. So it was basically like, oh, my God, like I, I, I get it. But it was so much to like dive into that. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I can keep up with this. I've got so many Marvel books and I like Black Panther, but I, I don't, I don't. Oh, love you, him. so you read that one. That's I the did. Oh. Yes. I read the new Black Panther issue one. I, gotcha. I found it fun, but I am, I have so much that I'm reading right now that I said, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You got to pick it. it right. Unless there's like a tie in issue with, with some other story. Like they say, pick this up because these two issues are going to tie in. And if you don't right. read those two, like that's what happens with some Deadpool. That's what happens with some, uh, you know, some, some other things. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it happens with some of these books though. Like, you know, I, I go back to my favorite story ever, which was a, a favorite Marvel event ever, Original Sin. And basically it tied in with like every book that existed. So I had to read some Spider-Man. I had to read some Nova. I had to read some Deadpool. I had to read oh, some Nova. Guardians. I had to read. Right. But it was like two or three issues from each right, of these yeah. runs. And then if I liked the writing on that issue that was tie in, I started reading the rest of the run. It'd be like, it was like a preview. Right. Yeah. So. So I've been loving Avengers and yeah. uh, I know we're going completely off script, but yeah. that's just kind of the fun thing about hanging out with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, I know we didn't jot this down, but I got to get your take on Batter Blood before we go on. You know, I loved it. I, I, I And you know, what's funny is I've been, I was just going to wait for Unlimited, uh, but I, I placed an order with Frank the other day and I was like, you know what? I can't wait. And I, I put it in. So I'm hoping it's at home when I get home, but I need to know what you thought. Oh, I didn't know if you read it, read it yet. Or I haven't not. read it yet. Okay. So it was, I, I won't give anything away because you'll, you'll enjoy it, but it's total Deadpool. I mean, I it's like, it, it's funny. Um, it's, it's got, it's got action. Uh, it's just, 
it introduces a new character. Really? Um, yeah, and I I think I'm gonna. It's pick not up that this. Thumper guy, right? From the from no batter- Thumper is it? Thumper is in this. Oh, okay, Thumper is in this, but there's another new character. Oh, look at and, Rob um, Liefeld go, always creating right. characters. And, uh, but but Thumper and uh, and Deadpool's relationship is is so funny in this, and it's, but uh, I'm like it's. I, I don't want to give anything away, but it's, it was, you'll enjoy it. If you liked that other run, it's funny. It, it flies. You can read that book one sitting 15 minutes easy. If anybody wants to get into Deadpool, just pick it up. I, I pick it up. I haven't been reading any other Deadpool and I don't no have problem. any, I don't have any current Deadpool. And I just know enough about the character. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of talk enough about Thumper in it to, for me to kind of know who he is that I wouldn't need to know anything in the past. Just know that he's a friend of his or he's an yeah, acquaint- yeah. acquaintance. So of you his. wouldn't have had to have read bad blood to read Batter blood to at least enjoy it to enjoy it. Right. You, you probably would get more out of it if you right. had read it more again. That's with everything. It's though. worth picking up though. Like just pick up bad blood. I think you can get it cheap. It's on unlimited, but uh, it's fun and thumper and uh, just how that kind of that story and that relationship builds in bad blood was just crazy, dude. And I can't wait to get into it. Sorry I had to derail us, but I had to, to hear now, what you thought about it. One page, which was really cool in it. I don't know um, if you look at the cover, the Scotty Young cover is like sideways. I love it. There's a there's a page and this would annoy people, but there was a, a huge, awesome spread panel where it almost unfolded like a centerfold. And it was going the other way, and it was just awesome. I just love the art. I love the look. It was a really cool page, and I didn't mind turning the book. I know that would probably bother some people. I'm so used. I mean, but, Lemire but, does that stuff all the time. But yeah, people do. You're right. I just, yeah. I, right. I know some people would be like, "What the heck? I'm in bed." Or like, or like, right? Like, I can't read like this. I can't hold this up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. All right, oh man. Thank you for for letting me know about that one because I'm very yeah. excited to get it in the mail. Yeah. So, thank you, Frank. <laughs> Dude, but. I have to tell you, man, I have been keeping up with Fantastic Four. And I have to tell you, I'm so stoked that we're doing this show, man, because it's just reignited uh, like a love for these superhero stories and Marvel in particular, because Fantastic Four is freaking awesome. It's literally the first Fantastic Four I've ever read, though. So I'm trying to build pieces together and stuff like that. And it's as good as it's been in a in a while. It's so good, dude. And they're like, anyway, one of the things I wanted to tell you was really funny is that, uh, so I think it was at in the, the Reed story. I think it was issue two, Reed and Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was telling you how impressed I was with Reed because he did that thing where he didn't want to kill all the doom bots. Yep. And he was really quick. But in this issue, it came right back to what you said. I think issue, issue four, four. Yeah, issue four. Because it came right to. back yeah. to what you said, where yeah. he was trying to do the right thing, but it ended up being totally like everyone's mad at him. Like he didn't like include anybody in his thought process. He just does it. And I was like, oh my gosh, Ross was totally right. <laughs> That's dude. exactly it. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. Um, issue three was one of my, what I, what I enjoyed that. That wasn't my favorite so far because I'm up to issue seven. I think they're up to, but issue three with Johnny's storyline. So- Oh, he's got he's now got the mustache and he's yeah, like that's... you know he's I like no one's gonna recognize only, me. The only thing that he has that is flame proof is his underwear. So every time he <laughs> right. lands somewhere, yeah. he's just like, but the ladies love the abs anyway. Right. <laughs> but it's been really, really good, dude. I highly recommend it for any like anybody just like that wants to get into a Marvel story. Like 
Uh, like I said, it's the first uh, Fantastic Four thing I have read, and I've had no issues. And I think a lot of it was just cool that they spent the time in those first three issues kind of yep. like 100%. singling in on the characters. I could see how like maybe a seasoned Fantastic Four person would be like, okay, let's get to it. But for me, it was really important and uh, gave me a beat for each of the characters. You know what I mean? I love the individual stories. It's, you know, there's a reason why uh, I'm reading Clobber in time. I like the thing. I want to hear his, I want his stories. I am probably going to pick up the Astonishing uh, Iceman. I think it's the Astonishing Iceman uh, because it's, uh, you know, just Iceman story. And I, there was a four issue Iceman story from the 80s that I loved that I have two sets of copies for because one is graded and one is for reading. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, I, but I love these individual stories where it helps build a character, even if it's outside of the canon. Yeah. But, but it kind of gives me more depth of, of why I like a character so much. And um, I'm glad you're, I'm really glad you're reading it and it, enjoying man. it. And I really, really hope more people do because I, I think that this run has a lot of potential. And uh, the last one where it ended at Reckoning War was good. But, um, you know, I hate to say it, but I, I, I think I like this one more. I'm loving it, man. So I hope yeah. it keeps up because it's been great. And I'm excited every time a new one is going to pop on Unlimited, dude. I'm like, okay, any day now. Come on, please. <laughs> so it's been great, man. And I just wanted to tell you that because I thought it was really funny when I read it. I was like, Ross was right about him. Listen, <laughs> and you want to know what's really funny is that... Um, while reading, uh, not reading this, but like in conjunction to this, I finally read uh, the new Ultimate Universe book, and that book is bonkers. Um, the Ultimate Ultimate Invasion. It, it's 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 awesome. It's basically, um, you know, it starts out as like a. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but it starts out as like a, a a break in. These guys are breaking into this maximum security facility, and they don't really know why. They just think they're getting pay dirt. And then they get to this box and inside this box, they enter this code and there's just a man with no clothes, basically naked sitting there. And he says, I've been, you know, planning this. I, every time I met with my therapist, I had her go tell these people to get like all of this stuff going. And you find out that spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> it is the bizarro ultra evil Reed Richards from the mm. ultimate universe. And I, it gets really crazy, and I don't want to give away how this ends, but the epilogue was like, oh, man, if this is where they're going with this, I can only imagine what the next few issues are going to be. I really, really recommend Fantastic Four fan, Avengers fan, uh, because they're, they're all in it. The Ultimate Invasion book is basically like all, every Marvel superhero against this evil Reed Richards. Really? They're all there. They're all there trying to figure out, like, we don't know how we're going to stop him. I could have sworn you had sent me the cover for this. I'm trying to look for it. I, I might have. I, I picked up the uh, regular cover and I picked up the incentive where it was the black and white cover because I, I love the cover where it's got it's basically. I mean, if you look at the cover, I'll show it. I'll hold it up for you so you can see it. Yeah, but it's everybody. But this is the, the, the evil Reed Richards. Oh, my gosh. And like there's the, the regular one over here. And it's got Black Panther and Black Bolt and Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And it's got Doctor Strange and Namor. It's, it's got like all the Avengers, but it's also got like it's basically like everyone back in the ultimate. Like, you know, Oh, and yeah. this is Hickman, dude. This is going to oh, be and I said, wild. And it's Hick, that's 100 percent. When I saw I'm like, oh, my God, this is of course I want to read this. This is Hickman. Wow. If I, if I recall, Hickman did write Original Sin. I could be wrong. Give me one second. Okay, it was Jason Aaron, not J Jonathan Hickman. But I'm like, Hickman wrote something back in that day that I really liked as well that was like, went went with it. But anyway, 
side no. point. Really cool book. Definitely pick this up. It came out this past week or two yeah. weeks ago. Anybody should be able to go pick this up. They 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 had like one in one hundred printings. So this will end up being in a dollar bin. Real in like soon. A, in, real soon. You'll find <laughs> yeah, this like yeah. you know even if you go to coffee and a comic or you, you stop yeah. by your local shop, you, you're going to find that as as if he bought extra copies because a lot of places are. Um, they're going to probably have to just try to like, you know. So really quick, I'm reading the blurb here and it says the transformation of the Marvel universe begins, which I'm already like, okay, cool. But then it says <laughs> the Illuminati must form once again to stop the maker from his plans to destroy or perhaps rebuild the universe. The maker with, is the, is the evil re Richards. Oh, okay. It says with Miles, Miles Morales at the center of it all. Cause him and Miles were the two people from the ultimate universe, you oh. know, like, Right. And he actually in the book, I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to give anything else. else See, this is the problem with this show, dude. I like, I got to try to stick to unlimited, but every time we chat, I'm like, well, here, I got to get this. I feel like this book should end up on unlimited because of how many they printed and how much they probably want people to get in. You might not get more than issue one out of it, but at least if you read issue one, we can chat more about it. Man, that Um, sounds fun. Yeah. It was awesome. I don't know if it's just like the way you're talking about it, selling me on it, but I want to check it out now. <laughs> well, I, uh, I listen, I'm a good salesman, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking right now. I can't wait. Invasion. I know how to spell. Well, while we get, if we're going to get off topic for that, because I just want to uh, point out a couple other things that I read just real quick. I read Loki, uh, the new Loki series, which is, I think, a four or five issue thing. It's a little different than what I had thought when I talked about it last month. It is basically like Loki. I don't even remember where he went. I read it a few weeks ago when it came out. But somehow he has this ship that mm. he's that he's using to like travel I don't know through the throughout the multiverse. Like or not through the multiverse, through the universe. And like these frost giants, because he's living with the frost giants, because he's the king of of, uh, of the planet. And uh, and they they like we can ride this ship and they destroy the ship and the ship breaks off into all these like factions. Uh, pieces and they they end up in different worlds and now he has to go reclaim his these pieces because they're Asgardian and they could destroy worlds if under the wrong hands and Loki's like he feels like he's like the dad who's like disappointed at his kids like you guys broke my ship <laughs> he's like I you know you know what if that ship ends up in some kid's hands you know and I'm like I, you know that kid could destroy the universe with it. <laughs> Um, it was fun. I think it, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy I'm reading it, but I, I don't know that it's for everyone. Mm. If you're not a huge Loki or Thor reader, because the way it's written is in that Asgardian typeface. Right. Man, and they that talk, is tough sometimes. And they talk like that in it. Like the, the writing is written in that, in that lingo. So it's not written like where it says translated. Uh, you know, right, so you right. could just read read it how you'd want to read it. It's written in that. What would you say about someone who's kind of casually been uh, intrigued by Loki through the show? Um, I'll get I'll get back to you after I read the next issue. Okay, I think that the first issue that's was where good. I'm at. I love I love Loki the show. The show Loki was my favorite show. I mean, Me you know, con- like contrary to some people who don't don't like it as much, but I loved it and I love the I acting. I love it so. I, I really wanted to read a Loki standalone story because I tried reading Thor and I didn't love it. But I think part of it is because I don't like reading stories, you know, no offense, in that like t- typeface where I have to yeah, read it, like know. where I have to read it in the voice of Thor or in the voice of like <laughs> of an Asgardian where I sound like I'm like a, 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 a British guy from like the 1700s. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, I hate to say it. Like, I, I said, no offense, but that's what it sounds like. It reminds yeah. me of like, you know, I a mini, know. Um, uh, Renaissance fair. That's what I'm yes, thinking. Yes, yes. 
We're going to need to do uh, like a, 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 a total bonus show where it's just you reading it. And oh, God, I can't even imagine what it would be like. I read I read a Sonic the Hedgehog comic book to my son, and there's like 50 characters in it, and he complains if I don't do the right voice because I made up all the voices. Of course. But, but he now goes, you no, got to no, no. remember them all, though. Oh, oh I have to. If I, if I don't do uh, Sonic, you know, I talk like this for Sonic. And then it's like, I talk like this for Dr. Eggman. And he's just like, it, you, didn't, you didn't talk right. <laughs> That's funny. We, I was talking about that with the, the pull box pals and how kids love that and eat it up, man. If you can get into into doing voices as you're reading a story, it's really hard for me. I'm not a good pretender. Uh, I wish I was because my kids love it, but it's <laughs> tough for me. Well, you know. You 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 have your you you have a lot of good good traits. So you know you can't <laughs> lean into that those. well, right? Yeah. Lean into those. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, I, don't, I know I know we're, we're kind of uh, running on time here. If you want to uh, jump into, I would love to chat with you about Ghostlight real yep, quick. Yeah, I was going to say we can talk about that and then uh, then kind of wrap it up a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So I was able to read uh, Silver Surfer Ghostlight one and two were on Unlimited, and this has been wild, man. The artwork's totally different from what I'm like currently reading inside of Marvel and like the Avengers and even 100%. the Fantastic Four. It just makes it feel totally distinct and in its own thing. But dude, nuts, man. I'm loving it. It's so unique because it's a story that's taken from a pocket of time. Uh, I mentioned it last month or two months ago, actually, I think where it takes place after issue number 15 or 16 from the original Silver Surfer run, but before the 80s run of Silver Surfer. So, you know, um, the uh, what's his name? Al Harper is the first human that befriends the Silver Surfer in that run. So this like takes off. And uh, I was talking to, I mean, not talking, but I messaged uh, or I don't remember how either message or through a, a post, uh, John Jennings, the writer. And he was like saying that, like, you know, like people didn't talk about that. There is this gap between those two things. And he thought writing that story would be a good idea. And, um, it really is. It's the artwork is so unique for, for a Marvel book that it feels more indie. And mm-hmm. that, I, and I 100%. love that. Like it's got the, like the, the colors and, and the art style and the fact that they chose the, um, the stranger that's what that was just trying to look it up so dude that whole thing got wild to me the the stranger is a entity that if for people who don't know that his world was collapsing so they all put all of their energy together to create one unified mind and body but they were all fighting with each other all the time yeah and some of them are really really like wanting to help society and some of them are um are really are like they're not they're they, they're just really trying to cause destruction but realistically what they're trying to do is find a world where they can all exist like they're basically like the scrolls so to, to tie it all back to the beginning they're trying to find a new home where they can like basically i think like d- diversify themselves like get, get themselves spread mm. out and so that they can be back to a race because they were one of these omnipotent races that like you know like the watchers mm-hmm. um where they they have this like power um that's like not you know er earthly Uh, i've only got to read the two but i'm all in uh yeah wait i i I just finished i'm sorry i I just finished it because it just ended so as soon as they come on next month we'll talk we'll we'll talk the finale because i loved how it wrapped up i loved how it went It, it just it worked so well it left enough at the end that if they wanted to do more with the characters they could um but enough that it ended and if it just ends 
I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah, dude. So, uh, if anybody has been hesitating, I'm picking up these recommendations from Ross. Take it from me that they have 100% all been bangers, as our buddy Monk likes to say. <laughs> I've been thrilled with each one. I didn't get to jump into Venom. Uh, I was hoping I'd be able to, but yeah, yet. I mean, next time we talked uh, a lot about this stuff. Extreme Venomverse has been amazing, but just like side point, it has been. All these issues are like really, really cool looking at, and some of them I didn't even know are first appearances. I went mm. to like the key co- comics collector thing that uh, uh, Matt always talks about, like, and there, it's like first appearance of this one. First, I'm like, oh, I'm like, so I'm not like out of the loop where this yeah, venom yeah. never existed. Some of these venoms were like venoms. That they're making up for this. Well, story. now I got to go get the first issue so that I can have the key. They're all keys. Every they're issue, all, yeah. because every issue has new venoms that are being created. Right on, man. Well, uh, do you anything else you want to update us on that you've been reading, enjoying, or anything you want to uh, put a spotlight on that's coming out in the next month that you're looking forward to? Um, yeah, Astonishing Iceman, I think is coming out this month. I'm really uh, excited to, for the finale for Clobber in Time. Um, I can't remember what else is coming out, but I know there's going to be more. I'll post it. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Red Optical Corp. I'll post more about every week what I get from my LCS and what I uh, am reading. You'll be able to see. And if I like the book a lot, I end up making a little post about it. And um, hopefully some more. I know there was at least one or two more that I'm missing that are coming. Oh, I'm 99% sure that it comes out in July. So before the next thing, the Hellfire Gala. Oh, that's right. I saw that. So, yeah, I mean, last year's was amazing. It was so cool. And uh, I'm really, yeah, really you excited. you told me on that, too, because you told you find, you like told me what they were. And I was like, man, that sounds super fascinating. They're like one shots. Well, two or three years ago, it was like a whole series. But then like the past couple of years, it's been like just like a one shot, like an oversized one shot. So it's yeah. like a, an annual. And it's like a super it was an awesome story last year. So, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out, too. Yeah. Lots know. of stuff. Listen, man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm causing you <laughs> causing you lots of extra reading. <laughs> oh, I love the reading. It's the money that becomes a problem. <laughs> but right on, man. Um, think that's a wrap. Yeah, listen. I mean, I I I think we're pretty good. Um, like I said, uh, if you want recommendations or you want to talk, message me, follow me. Um, I have zero problems. If you don't like something, I literally walk into my shop, uh, which I'll give a shout out. It's Android's Amazing Comics out in Sayville, New York. Uh, I walk in and I talk to James and if I don't like something, he's like, fair enough. And if he says something and I'm like, yeah, I don't like that. And we're fine with it. Um, I have no problems if people don't like everything I recommend. And if you do like <laughs> things I recommend, then Look, you can let me know too. Be really dis- <laughs> Life's going to be really disappointing if you get mad you every think, time someone doesn't oh, like yeah, something 100%. you like. Well, that's why I, I can't stand some of these uh, the internet things where people are like, everyone comments and everyone's like, you this person didn't like this, this person didn't like that. But um, anyway, point is, is uh, if you uh, want to chat comics, you can uh, talk to me. Um, obviously can talk to you guys. You guys are on Discord. You guys are over You're in our on Discord. IG. Join our Discord. Yeah. Come chat with all of us. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun chatting comics. Yeah, Until buddy. next time, right? <laughs> That's right. You want to take us out of here? Oh, uh, yeah. Keep reading comics. <laughs> you got it! Cowabunga, right. nerds! <laughs>
Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.